Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dragon's Library. So, today, um, well, I haven't actually watched anything recent, and I don't really have anything planned for today. Uh, it's a bit of a gap in my schedule, actually. I meant to finish Obsidian, but I've been doing other stuff and forgot to finish reading, so... <laughs> I didn't really have anything. So if you're wondering why we're reviewing Lucifer today, that's why. Also, I've been, well, I, I had a lot of free time this weekend, so I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring to get all the stuff I missed. And uh, I've been basically binging Lucifer in the background the whole weekend when I wasn't talking to my friends. So, yeah. It's cool. It's all cool. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So, despite this being complete insanity, uh, let's try and keep this organized. So, I did a bit of research on this before I did it, because I've been trying to actually, you know, have know a bit about the show besides just watching it. So, let's get into the first section here, the background. So, I did a bit of research, and turns out, Lucifer is an adaptation of Lucifer, the DC Comics. Now, I just thought this was like a urban, the devil does stuff with uh, police, you know crime procedural, because that's, you know, a thing. DC doesn't own Judeo-Christian mythology. But I was weirdly surprised that it was DC, because I had no clue. Like, that's a good thing, honestly. Like, I don't think it needs to, like, connect with the uh, CW-verse or fucking hell, the Snyder-verse. Let that thing die with a shot to the head. <sighs> Put it out of its misery already. Even the Wonder Woman movie's just kind of eh, near the end. But, um, yeah, I, I just discovered this. It's based on the Neil Gaiman, um, comic, apparently. So, whatever. I haven't read any of the Lucifer stuff. I think he, like, uh, us he finally escapes God's plan or whatever and goes off to create his own universe or something like that. I, again, I don't really read DC Comics that much. I read Blackest Night because I was interested in the concept and that Green Lantern animated show when I was younger got me interested in brief time. But I never, like, branched out into the full universe. Um, all in all, I was... This is a weird show for me. So, let's get into that. My original thoughts. So, opening thoughts. It's an interesting show that went on way too long and eventually just kind of fell into whatever. Now, spoiler for me, I have not actually watched past the fourth season, I believe. Every time I go to watch it again, I just, like, drop off around the fourth season, and I'm just like, eh, yeah, time to move over to something else. So I'll really only be reviewing the fourth seasons one through four. Although, again, since I wasn't really interested enough to keep going, that probably says all that needs to be said about this kind of show. I mean, hell, Merlin wasn't wasn't even that bad, and I think that show is atrocious. Oh, uh, one day, Merlin. One day I will rant about how much I hate you, and yet for some reason I wasted, like, an entire semester binging you. Not even an entire semester, like, a fucking two weeks of my life binging you, and I can never get those days back. I hate myself for that. I really do. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, enough self-pity for me. So... If you haven't guessed, this involves the devil, Lucifer. And he's sick of working in hell, because if you're going to make Lucifer a relatable character, why not? Uh, and he takes his personal demon, Mazikeen, and they go to 
to Earth to party it up. Now, Lucifer has apparently done this from time to time. You know, he goes to make, there to make deals with humans and stuff like that. And at first, everybody's just like, okay, Lucifer, go on one of your vacations. But then he's up there for a month. And another month. And another month. And he's not going back, is he? Nope. It turns out he's sick of ruling over hell. Because ruling over hell is kind of a thankless job that nobody wants. Uh, so, yeah. Him and Mazikeen just go hang out over Earth. Of course... His older brother, uh, Amino, Amino Diel? I mean, oh god, I forgot to pronounce this. He's another angel. I forget his, uh, name on my head. And I'm looking at it right now and I cannot pronounce it. Amen, uh, Diel? Amen Diel? Ugh. I- I've heard it in the show, but I don't know why I just keep forgetting it. Anyway, uh, he comes down because God sent him down to get Lucifer back into hell. And Lucifer says, fuck you, I'm gonna stay here, you can't make me, you can't kill me, because then I wouldn't be there to roll over in hell, and you'd fail your mission. You also can't force me down there, because, uh, well, various reasons that keep getting more and more elaborate. And, uh, so there's really nothing you can do but sit back and enjoy the show. Because he can't go back to heaven until Lucifer goes back to hell. So, they're both unhappy. Or I guess Lucifer's having the time of his life, and, uh, you know... Amen is, Amen is super unhappy. I'm just gonna call him A. A the angel. Uh, yeah. All in all, that's the basic setup. Uh, in the first, first episode, Lucifer gets caught up with one of his friends. You know, the people he made his deal with, they didn't entirely screw over. He gave a fair deal because he's actually a lot fairer than most of the legends give up, make him out to be. Like, there's often a twist, but sometimes he actually does just help out people for a fair price. Go figure. Um, so one of, you know, one of his clients who he was actually on good terms with got murdered and he gets involved in the police investigation with a detective named Chloe Decker. Now, everybody, like, half the people on the show seem to know Lucifer is the devil. Like, a lot of his clients are very aware of, yeah, I may deal with the actual devil and even if I didn't, your name is freaking Lucifer Morningstar. You own a lot of rich stuff and I made a dark bargain where I'd owe you a favor. If I didn't make a deal with the actual devil, I made a deal with the metaphorical devil. One way or another, I'm in debt to someone I shouldn't be in debt to. Uh, so, there's this weird tension of, like, who knows at first, especially with a lot of Lucifer's client friends. But the police are just like, wow, you're a weirdo who's a bit psychotic. You think you're the actual devil or something? Because, spoilers, he tries to show it off in, like, the first few episodes, but it turns out that Chloe, the detective, is a, um... Anti-angel power device? I never really got into the details on that. So it's basically just, you know, Lucifer helping out with the detectives, going on missions, and solving crimes. That's the, that's the basis of the show. It's mostly an episodic show. So, um, I kind of liked it at first. I, I was vaguely intrigued. I've always been a fan of irrele- irreverent uses of Judeo-Christian mythology. Uh, mostly because I have a deep-seated hatred of it from... Many years stuck in church listening to a guy drone on about bullshit. Sorry if that offends you, but, like, I, I zero, zero respect for Christianity as a religion. Uh, like, period. End of discussion. That bothers you, you can go ahead and leave, but, nah. But, uh, yeah. I do, I do like its uses in pop culture. I think it has a lot of interesting ideas that people don't play around with nearly enough. So, all in all, this was a pretty interesting setup. 
the first season was actually pretty good. Like, as it's not like really good TV, but like as binge TV, you know, it's the kind of thing you have on the background, the kind of thing you just go put on when you can't agree on something. As an average show, which is clearly what this was made to be, is a good seven out of ten. First one or two seasons, good seven out of ten watch. Third and fourth season, about six and a five. Um, moving on from that, we got the characters. So we got, uh, Tom Ellis as Lucifer Morningstar. He's a joy. No, seriously, he's amazing. Basically, every line that comes out of his mouth is genius. He goes to therapy, does all this crazy stuff. Lucifer is great. Like, seriously, Lucifer is an amazing character. I actually really like him in this show. The actor is having a lot of fun with the role. He has a good dynamic with his personal demon, Mazakine, who's played by, uh, Leslie Ann Brandt. And it's just an all-around fun time. With those who are just hanging out in the club and the detectives walk into, like, a sex party. It's just like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, oh, just you join us. It's like, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. They have a fun dynamic. Uh, Mazikeen's jealousy and desire to just return to hell as the series goes on gives her an interesting thing. I like how she eventually starts breaking away from Lucifer, getting her own identity. Uh, you have the two detectives, Chloe Decker, uh, played by Lauren German. She's a fun... I guess. Uh, I like how she has a very relatable thing. It's like, fine, you want you want to prove you're the devil? Fine, show me. It's like, okay, oh wait, you're an anti-power thing, so I can't show off my face or the uh, e- the regeneration or anything like that, and I nearly died from a bullet room because you were around. Shit. Uh, they, they have a good dynamic, a good back and forth deadpan dynamic. Uh, the actor with Chloe is pretty fun. A lot of her personal stuff, like her daughter figuring out she was once in a porno is kind of interesting. Just like fun family things. Uh, she's also in a divorce relationship with, uh, Daniel Dan Espignano. Oh, God, I didn't even know his last name. He's played by Kevin Alejandro. And quite frankly, I hate Dan as a character. The actor is doing a fine job with him. Like, pretty fine job. Um, he's kind of like the resident punching bag for Lucifer's comments. Gets more of a personality as time goes on. Is eventually found to be a bit not on the up and up as a detective. I'm not going to spoil that right now, but yeah. Uh, we also go into their daughter. Uh, we have Rachel Harris playing Dr. Linda. She's like the therapist who eventually starts as Lucifer's therapist, then starts as uh, working with Mazikeen, then becomes Mazikeen's, um, <laughs> well, like, it's complicated. Let's just say she fucks everyone. <laughs> uh, it's, it's more complicated than that. She has a lot of different relationships with a lot of different people. Um, that's fun. You have a lot of side detectives. You have, God, it's so stupid. But in seasons two and three, you have uh, God's wife. Sorry, seasons two, three, and five and six, you have her as God's wife. And honestly, whenever you pull out like God's sister or God's wife, I feel like you've just kind of started scraping the bottom barrel. The idea that she got banished to hell and it's just they're her and Lucifer like kind of bond over just being sick of God and wanting to live their own lives is interesting enough in the second season, but it just becomes boring in the third season. It's one of the things that starts dragging the show down. Um And then you have like I I, I guess you had Kane. He was okay. Uh apparently he was one of the detectives and is revealed to be the Demon, Devil Kane. I don't remember that from season three. Then again, season three is kind of like a blind spot for me because I never get there anymore. Because I always like when I was watching this this weekend, I had it on most of the day, and then I got to like the midpoint of season three and just kind of noped out of there and started pulling on something else in the background. But I had it on for enough, and I didn't finish the other things. So 
Um, and that's basically it. Like, it's just, hey, there's a crime lord. Lucifer may have a connection with somebody. Let's go on the, let's go solve this crime. It's basically a police procedural with supernatural elements in the background in an urban fantasy setting. Which, you know what? It's, it's start my interest. Um, I've never been into a lot of police procedurals. Uh, I mean, Sherlock Holmes I'm into, but I'm not like into like modern police procedurals as much. I'm a lot more into like historical ones or magical ones than I am in normal ones because I just find the normal ones a bit dull a lot of the time. Like I've never been a fan of Law and Order. My dad played on like 24-7 as a kid and I would actively walk out of the room half the time because I just could not stand it. <clears throat> Even when it was the only option to watch anything at that point because my brother was in the other room watching some stupid thing. But um, if I'm not seeing as enthused about this, it's because I have the same problem with the show that I do talking about it. It's like the more I talk about it, the more I remember, oh yeah, all that annoying stuff. It's just like, eh. It's one of those shows that started out promising with a good cast, a good dynamic. And let's go on and move from the cast to, from the cast to my uh, final thoughts in the main review section. Technically, the show's great. Uh, it has decent production budget. The effects look okay. There's nothing really stand out there. And again, the show has this problem where it starts out with an interesting premise. It has good cast chemistry. It has interesting characters. It has interesting plot lines. But there's just something about it that makes me go, ugh, why are we going through this? It's so boring. But it doesn't start out that way. Like, I start out a season, and I'm like, ooh, this is fascinating. I like these small little crimes they're doing. I love Lucifer's family coming in. I love the angels. I love the demons. Like, I like the side element to make the crime, solving the crime mysteries important. And the crimes themselves have good mystery plots. It's just when I get, it, it's odd because I like a little bit of that spice of supernatural in my crime procedural. But when the supernatural elements start taking over the plot, that's it. That's right there. I just figured it out. Oh my gods. It's when the supernatural elements start taking over the plot. So like when you get the stuff about, um, like, Amiel's and uh, Mazakin's plots to drag Lucifer back to hell and to trick him to going back and to claiming his wings or whatever. I just completely tune out because I like the mystery crime drama with good characters and dynamics and a bit of supernatural stuff on the side. I don't like it when this kind of boring supernatural plot takes over a show I was kind of enjoying for its own unique thing. If this had just been a you, if this had just been the devil is helping out the police, and it didn't have like the whole we need to get Lucifer back to to hell overarching plot, like if this has been a more episodic show, ironically like Law and Order, which I kind of hate, I feel like I would have liked it more. Now, I think Law and Order does have overarching plots, but the overarching plots take over some episodes; they really do, and it's just not that interesting. That's the saddest thing I can say about this. It tries to be an episodic show that grows into an overarching plot, and the overarching plot is not intriguing. That's why I fell out. Because I liked the episodic shows. But they just didn't... Like, the the episodes that took over later on the season just did not pay off for me. So, uh, yeah. That's definitely why I did not like this one. I, I'm glad I talked about this with you guys. I feel like I've actually made a breakthrough. Uh, fun, fun fact, this show actually ended, the sixth season ended in, uh, 2021, so this is actually mildly topical? Like, it's, it's six months out, but, you know, I, I've talked about weird stuff and weirder times, so, I mean, our first episode was talking about Kirby Era and His Majesty's Dragon in the same episode. I, I, I have a weird, uh, <laughs> I have a weird timing when it comes to dropping things that aren't recent. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. 
Okay, so moving on from that, we're going to go into the spoiler section. If you don't want spoilers, you better get out of here. So, everybody gone to the one spoilers? Again, I'm only talking about spoilers for seasons like one through three, so don't feel like you have to leave if you want to still want to see season six for some reason. Y'all cool? Cool. So, there's really not just a spoil, because again, like I said, the, the individual mysteries, I'm not going to talk about every single one, um, and... The overarching plot is just kind of boring. But the basic gist of it is that uh, season one, Lucifer's wings get stolen. Uh, it's a big overarching plot line, and he has to uh, find out who stole them. He gets them back, and he, you know, everybody expects, okay, so now you're going to take your wings and go back to hell. And Lucifer instead burns his wings, which prevents him from heading back to hell. Which, you know, interesting. He's burning apart his past because he's made a new life here and wants to keep this life. Uh, he also wants to get closer to Chloe because he wants to start actually making a relationship with her. He actually kind of likes her. All in all, it's interesting enough. Like, it's definitely interesting. Um, and then God mysteriously gives him his powers back and blah, 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 blah. The, their, and season cliffhanger is their mother is coming back from hell. Uh, season two is... Their mother comes back, possesses somebody who just died. Uh, there's a lot of problems with, oh, wait, uh, you were in the scene of, like, a double suicide murder, and we've got to figure out what's going on there, so it gets caught up in the police procedural stuff. And then there's also the things where, you know, obviously, uh, I mean, I mean, Deal wants to bring, um, you know, everyone back to hell, so he can go back to the freaking, uh, freaking heaven and just forget all this ever happened. There's some stuff with Chloe maybe being part of God's plan, because that's a big overarching mystery, is, like, why is she able to do this whole anti-angel stuff, uh, nullifying angel powers in her presence. And all in all, it just revolves around Lucifer's relationship with his mother. Season three is pretty basic. It's, hey, we're I'm trying to tell, tell Chloe who I am, all this other stuff. You know, Kane is involved. <sighs> What am I, what else am I going to say? This is where I start topping out. Because all these Christian uh, figures just keep popping up in this one city all at once. Like, oh, so we got God's wife, we got two of God's kids, we got a bunch of other supernatural kids. Ooh, a demon, and we got Cain himself showing up. Oh, he was just a police officer in the city for a long time. You just happen to run into him in Los Angeles. Total coincidence. Um, <laughs> Honestly, some of the um, individual se- episodes from the seasons one, two, one, uh, Two and three, though, were really interesting. You had the uh, restaurant episode, which is actually very nice. I liked that. No, very interesting twist. Uh, where the... Uh, so, basically, you had this son who was coming back. He had gotten into drugs and a bunch of other stuff, but he was trying to come clean. And before he had a meeting with his father, uh, his father died from poisoning. And it was suspected the son killed him in order to take over the restaurant because everybody assumed that he would never take over the restaurant. But it turned out that he had actually been trying to redeem himself and show to his father, I'm ready to learn from you and take over the restaurant from you. Um, and it turned out the person who poisoned him was actually his sushi, his like second in command who was terrified that he was going to give, you know, she had been working by his side for years and he was terrified that he was going to give this restaurant to a son that I never appreciated that had run off on them for years and is only coming back at this last desperate hour and she felt kind of cheated because she had been there, you know, with Pops all these years. How dare they? She even did the really tricky thing of uh, poisoning herself just a little bit 
to get suspicion off her, which was, you know, again, it's one of those things that's like, oh, but that's how they also figure out how she uh, was the culprit because of the way she poisoned herself and that she had the poison, yada, yada, yada. Which, again, very interesting. I like it. At the end of the episode, uh, Aunt Lucifer reveals to Chloe that she is, um, you know, he's the devil and there's drama. And season four is literally just that drama and that drama was annoying. It kept getting the way of the individual episodes. It ruined the dynamic between Chloe and Lucifer. And afterwards, I was just out. Like, seriously, I don't think I made all the way through season four. I don't think I've ever made it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and it's just this, like, who's the new king of hell? And I'm like, oh my god, there was a new king of hell at one point? And it's like, yeah, I definitely haven't gone through this area at all. Ugh. So, uh, yeah. All in all, Lucifer was a good show that focused way too much on its serialized elements and kind of destroyed the good dynamic it had going for its episodic elements, which I was very much on board for. All in all, I'd probably rate the overall series uh, that I have watched as like a 6 out of 10. I Actually, more like a 5 out of 10. It's just not enjoyable to slog through by the end. The beginning two seasons, I'd probably rate as a 7 out of 10. It's a good standard, turn your brain off and enjoy yourself, police procedural, supernatural elements. It's just season 3 and season 4 destroyed any interest I have in the show. And I've rewatched the show like four times, okay? So this is not like a one and done thing. I have tried to get back into it over and over again, and I just cannot. It is not enjoyable to slog through. If you enjoy it, that's fine. If you like the dynamic, you like the overworking plot, if you're into the overworking plot, <clears throat> I feel like you would actually really much, very much enjoy this show. Because I think it is a good example of urban fantasy crime procedural. It's just I hated the uh, the overarching plot and I could not get into it and I, I felt it as an interruption from what I liked about the show. The episodic episodes where you just have the devil solving mysteries with a police police officer. It's a fun setup. Enjoy the setup. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to my ramblings. Uh, I will hopefully be back with something new soon. Uh, if you are interested in anything else, just news from what's going on, we have... Uh, I'm currently playing Ghostwire Tokyo on YouTube. You can check me out. I'm going to be streaming that on Tuesday and Thursday this week. So, you know, come see that. I'm also got a new Switch game. I'm not going to be streaming that, but it's called The Cruel King and the Great Hero. It's what the demon dragon, uh, you know, the final boss of a video game raised the young child who would become the great hero. And it's just like, oh, that's just my jam. Like, that trope is my jam, and I love it. So, look forward to that in the future. I know I have a lot more video games this year. Uh, that's just because things have been releasing right now. The summer drought, I'll probably focus mostly on movies, because mostly movies are going to be coming out. Um, in the fall, I've got a lot of book releases. Although I've got some new books right now. I have Obsidian, and I'm working on finishing that as well. <clears throat> in addition, you should probably look for an episode about Amphibia and Owl House in the future, because those final seasons are coming up, and I want to do a review for those seasons to finish up, so I can do two reviews about them. Extra, extra time to talk about it. Yeah. All in all, Thanks guys for watching. See you guys next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and thank you for listening to The Dragon's Library. Please, subscribe to this podcast to be notified of new episodes. The Dragon's Library releases new episodes Tuesday and Friday each week, and you can follow us on Twitter at dragon underscore library 2. If you want to suggest an episode topic, my email is in the description below. 
As always, thank you so much for all your support.